luminous, radiating light, a luminary, a person who inspires or influences others. Welcome to Luminous Living, the show for spiritual entrepreneurs looking to make an impact on the world, where I teach you how to love yourself deeply and go after your big, heart-centered goals so that you can live a luminous life. I'm your host, Ursula McDade, professional astrologer, spiritual teacher, and business coach. Let's get started. Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to Luminous Living. Uh, Today, we're on episode two, and I want to talk to you about self-esteem or self-worth. And before I begin, just a warning, I will be sharing my own self-esteem journey, which does have themes around bullying and unworthiness. So if these are particularly troubling themes for you, this might be a little bit of an intense episode. Okay, cool. But let's get started because at the end, I'm going to give you some positive, concrete steps that you can take to start to improve your self-esteem and self-worth. All right, let's get started. So I want to begin by talking a little bit about my own experience. Um, I am someone who grew up with undiagnosed autism and ADHD. And in fact, this wasn't something that was diagnosed until very recently, um, past the past year or so, and I'm, I'm 28 right now. So it's been a long time <laughs> of uh, having the symptoms and really not knowing what was going on. So what this meant for me growing up was that making friends was really hard because I didn't understand social cues. I felt like everyone else was playing a game and I didn't know the rules, and it was a game where you would be punished if you didn't know the rules. I also moved every year, which really prevented me from making those solid, deep-seated friendships and knowing how to seek out support, basically. Um, So all this together, uh, in elementary school, middle school, and the beginning of high school, I was I was bullied a lot. I was bullied for a lot of different things, but mostly it revolved around being weird. Um, Also, you know, like body hair, right? I have hairy arms and legs because I'm a human. (laughs) I'm a human mammal. Um, That was something people fixated on. Um, As I got more into middle school, you know, weight came into it right like oh you know you're over 120 pounds or whatever it was moral of the story is um it happened a lot and if something like bullying happens to you at any point it can be really damaging and the fact that it was happening pretty much every day meant that as i grew older and as i grew into an adult I had very, very poor self-esteem and self-worth, right? If other people are constantly telling you that you're weird, that you're wrong, that you are someone they don't want to be around, it's going to affect your self-esteem. So as I got older, this really led to me choosing pretty damaging, unhealthy, romantic relationships that reinforced the beliefs I had about myself, that I was unworthy, that I was bad, that I was weird, you know, that no one liked me. 
And this, of course, uh, really affected my mental health for a really long time. And I felt kind of uh, inherently broken and unlovable, um, as makes sense, right? Um, and then a few years ago, let's see, about five or six years ago now, something inside of me snapped and I was just done. I was done feeling bad. I was done being in relationships that made me feel bad about myself. I was done, you know, working at a job that I really hated. And I basically burned all of the bridges that I had in that current life. I uh, got fired from my job, which was a blessing. Um, my horrible relationship of five years ended all of a sudden within that week. And I was so happy. I was so excited because I got to start over. Um, so I did, I started over, I moved back home, back to my hometown, and I began to get to know myself and to get curious about who I was and what I wanted and what I loved beyond what everyone else had always told me. Through that curiosity and willingness to start to build that relationship with myself, I started learning and I discovered uh, personal development. I discovered the concept of growth mindset. Um, sorry, my dog's barking. Hold on, let me pause for a second. Okay, we're back. Um, so growth mindset, which is another topic for another time because mind-blowing, absolutely changed my life. Um, but basically, I was I was discovering that I, I wasn't stuck. I wasn't stuck in feeling how I felt. I wasn't stuck in those relationship patterns. Um, and that I could heal and I could move on and I could create a life that I actually really loved. Um, and more than that, that I could change my perception of myself. I could change my relationship with myself and improve it and have confidence and have self-esteem and feel really good about myself. So basically I started learning. Um, I was devouring books and audiobooks and podcasts and courses and, and all of that about around healing and around improving you know, self-love in particular. And so out of that, I, I learned I learned a lot. And what I wanna share with you today are three ways to improve your self-esteem or your self-worth that I have personally done and have had really genuinely life-changing results with. Now, this isn't to say that my self-esteem is perfect now, right? I have days where I doubt every decision I've ever made <laughs> and, you know, fall back into that pattern of resigning myself to the fact, you know, oh, maybe everyone's right about me. Maybe I can't do anything right. Maybe I am unlovable. But the difference is that now those days used to be every single day, every day, all the time. I used to feel like that. And now I feel like that maybe a few times a month. So I'm excited to share these with you and I encourage you to play around with these tips. Everything I share on this show, I really encourage experimentation and making them your own. So I'm going to give you the three tips. You can combine them. You can toss out any of them that don't resonate with you. Uh, you can pick one to start or you can try all three. Really play around with it. 
make it your own, try it out in a way that feels really good for you. Okay, so here are my top three tips for improving your self-esteem. Number one, you can improve your self-esteem by boosting your self-trust. What this looks like is committing to things and following through. So let me start a little bit by talking about why we don't do this and why it has such a negative impact on our self-esteem. Think of it this way. You have a friend and you're trying to build a relationship with this friend. And every time you invite that friend to hang out, they enthusiastically say, yes, I would love to. But then every time the time comes to actually hang out, they always make an excuse and back out at the last minute. Right? So this isn't happening once or twice. It's happening every single time. You ask them to hang out. You get excited. They say, yes, I'm ready. And then they just totally flake on you. After a while, you'd probably stop trusting that they would show up. And you'd probably want to shift your attention to another relationship. And the same thing happens with ourselves, with our relationship with ourselves. And what this looks like when we develop this kind of relationship with ourselves, it's based on this kind of enthusiastic commitment and then not following through is we start to not do anything that is going to require a lot of effort or a lot of long-term commitment right? We don't want to start long-term projects because we don't know if we can finish them. And we're also going to start to, in general, just doubt ourselves and question our ability to do anything, to complete certain tasks, because we don't trust that we're actually going to do it. Now, you might find yourself doing this when you uh, say, oh, I'm going to exercise more. And then you don't. Or, oh, I really want to start watching less TV. And then you just watch the same amount. Or, wow, I've been really tired. I want to start going to bed earlier. And then you don't. So we all day long, we make these promises to ourselves that we may not be taking seriously. Because, oh, it's, it's for me. And that doesn't really count. But for someone else, I'll try a lot harder. And so it negatively impacts our relationship with ourselves, just like it would with any other person. So how do you start boosting the self-trust? How do you flip this story around? Well, you follow through on everything that you say you're going to do. And you follow through on it when you say you're going to do it. This is really important to do for things that you're telling yourself as well as things that you're committing to for other people. And one thing you will probably discover when you start doing this is that you have been saying yes to a lot of things that you maybe don't have the energy for, you don't have the time for, and you don't actually want to say yes to. So you'll very quickly be able to see what those things are 
um, there's a really good practice in commitment and building self-trust. And I will tell you that before I started doing that practice, I had a lot of trouble with procrastination, a lot of trouble with procrastination. And, you know, some of that's ADHD and, and other things as well, but I, you know, felt like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't finish projects. I couldn't do the dishes. I couldn't keep my room clean. I couldn't exercise regularly, like all, all of these things. And I just, I felt really bad about myself. I felt really like lazy and just all these negative things. Um, and now I don't even really have to think about it. If I commit to something, I have this certainty that even if I don't know how in the beginning, I'll be able to get it done. So it's, it's really great for building that internal certainty and trust. Okay, excellent. Let's talk about number two now. Number two. You can improve your self-esteem by treating yourself gently. This all comes back to how you are speaking to yourself, how you're speaking about yourself, how you are touching and interacting with yourself. And I'm not sure of the exact science behind why this one is so important, but this, this step right here is the number one thing I started doing that shifted my self-esteem for the better right away. Basically, the way I see it is that the most important relationship you will ever have is with yourself. And would you be happy in a relationship with someone where the other person is constantly criticizing, judging, and blaming you? Probably not. So why are we allowing ourselves to treat ourselves that way? It's going to create a negative relationship with yourself, right? It's going to lead to poor self-esteem. So how do we shift this? Well, there are a few ways you can do this. In your thoughts, exercise gentleness and compassion. I invite you to speak to yourself like you would a small child, a pet, or someone you care about very deeply. This means instead of beating yourself up for being sad, you give yourself gentle compassion like, wow, Oh, I can see that you're hurting right now. That sounds really hard. Can I get you anything? Do you want us to go make a cup of tea? Like I talk to myself like I talk to a child a lot of the time and it really, really helps. Then physically, physically we can introduce gentleness with gentle touch, caressing yourself, massaging yourself, dressing in clothes that feel really good on your body. When I was first beginning this work, one of my good friends had a, uh, a tip come through for me that was, you know, when you're, when you're brushing your hair, are you pulling it through? Are you just kind of uh, doing it without thinking? And if it hurts, it doesn't really matter. Or are you taking the time to make sure that it feels really sweet and really gentle and really nourishing? Or when you're putting lotion on your body, are you just kind of slapping it on or not even putting any on? Because you're like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I can deal with it. Or are you making it into a really sweet, gentle ritual for yourself? 
where you're practicing that gentle nourishing touch. Good, and then lastly here, we can improve this by in speech. When you're speaking about yourself, not putting yourself down, not complaining about your perceived shortcomings, things like, I'm so lazy, oh, I'm such a loser, even jokingly. Good. Okay, so treating yourself gently, very, very important. And then third, we have third way to improve your self-esteem is to consciously notice and acknowledge the things that you are doing right. The things that you are proud of yourself for. Because how often do you dwell on something that you did wrong in the past? An embarrassing moment, an error at work, a time you hurt someone's feelings, probably spend a lot of time focused on those things. And this is because unfortunately, the human brain is predisposed to focusing more on the negative. Because evolutionarily, focusing on danger is the best way to keep us safe. However, if you're only focusing on what you're doing wrong, you are inevitably building the belief that you're a bad person who fails at everything they do. And if you're looking to improve your self-esteem, this is a belief that you might want to work with. So how do we shift it? Consciously focus on what you are doing right, what you are proud of. You can do this as you're going throughout your day. And I like to do this by thanking myself when I do something nice or when I do something good. Saying, wow, I really appreciate you for doing that for um, drinking enough water today. Like that feels so good to me. Thank you. Or if you're into reflective bedtime journaling, you can use this as an exercise. Um, at the end of each day, asking yourself, what did I do today that I'm proud of? Now there's a great book called The Upward Spiral and I'll link it in the show notes. It talks about how we need, on average, three to five positive thoughts to counteract our brain's natural negative spin. And what this means is that when you find yourself slipping back into those unconscious negative thoughts about yourself, right, like, oh, I'm such a loser, you can help build new, more positive neural pathways by then asking, well, okay, that's fine, but what are three things that I'm really proud of myself for? And list those three things. Keep in mind, this one in particular, this is a habit that we're building. So don't worry if it doesn't magically fix itself right away. There's nothing wrong with having a negative thought pop up. With um, There's nothing wrong with focusing on negative things that you've done inherently right it's great tool for growth and development and expansion to learn from what we've done but but dwelling on it and allowing it to make us feel guilty or ashamed of who we are inherently that's not really productive um but is to say when you're doing this work when you have those old patterns come up be gentle with yourself be like okay great we're learning look at that and that's it. It doesn't have to be any more than that. Um, so, you know me, you know me, I like astrology. So let's talk about 
Um, there are there are three places in particular in your birth chart that you might see this this kind of predisposition toward low self-esteem and the first place is in the first house the first house has a lot to do with our identity and our perception of self and if you have pluto or chiron in the first house this can indicate a core wound or challenge around the concept of you know really being comfortable being yourself then next, if we look down at the fourth house, um, Uranus in the fourth house often, often indicates an unstable family life or upbringing. And if you have had an unstable family life or an unstable childhood, um, it can it can really just naturally affect your self esteem um, to not have that consistent stability and support. So that's another way it can show up in the chart. And then the third way is having your moon in the eighth house. And this one came to me intuitively and then I had, to, I had to really think about it for a second, but it's true because if you have your moon in the eighth house, our moon is our intuition, it's our emotions, it's our inner world. And the eighth house is a house that is continually focused on improvement or on transformation. And so, what this means is that you get caught up in this cycle of constantly, oh, I have to be different. I have to be better. I have to fix this about myself. And like I said, this can be a very good tool for growth. But if we're only focused on what we've done wrong, it builds that negative self-esteem. Great. So just to recap, um, the three tips that I encourage you to, to play around with. Uh, boosting your self-trust, committing to things, and following through. Number one. Number two, treating yourself gently and with compassion. And number three, consciously focusing on the things that you are proud of, the things that you are doing right. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you like this, I do release new episodes every week. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Uh, for more of my general tips and tricks, you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Astrology with Ursula. And then if you're interested in working with me one-on-one -on -one or talking about what that might look like, you can book a call on my website. And it's astrologywithursula.com. Pretty simple. All right, my dears, that's all I have for you for now. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luminous Living. If you enjoyed the show, I release new episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. For more tips on how to leap after your big goals to live a luminous life, follow me on Instagram at astrologywithursula, or check out my website at astrologywithursula.com.